Good afternoon, everyone, and a very warm welcome to QuickBooks Labs. The new panel concept is designed to still be the place to learn all about QuickBooks and other accounting software, but with an added bit of extra opportunity for us to get the great minds of the industry to talk about everything that we need to talk about. We will aim to go live within the first week of each month, and at which point we'll hang around these microphones to talk about all of the latest tips, tips, and tricks for QuickBooks and the world of accounting. And boy, do we have some stuff. In fact, we actually have, well, let's put the applause in there. We have actually some updates to talk about today, so I'm very, very excited. Uh, my name is Aaron Patrick. I'm the co-host uh, and a chartered accountant, owner of a accounting firm called Boffix, QuickBooks certified trainer and fancy logo, and that QuickBooks chap on the YouTube. And with me is the following. Johan, do you want to go first? Good afternoon, everyone. Johan Gori from On Point Accounting, Group Managing Director, QuickBooks Strategic Partner, and often referred to as Mr. QuickBooks himself. And Mr. LinkedIn now. And Mr. LinkedIn. <laughs> Hello to all 11 viewers on LinkedIn at the moment. <laughs> Charlie, go for it. I, I am Charlie Carner, Chartered Accountant in West London and often referred to as Sir. Uh... No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> QuickBooks chat group owner. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so let's just make sure we all know how this works before we carry on. We have a regular time of 4.30 UK, so why not try and figure out if you want to join us live? If so, you can ask some questions as we're going along, just like we have in the audience already, and keep us honest. But the idea is that if not, we have the podcast that goes live just after this, and we'll go around each and every month of the podcasting service of your choice. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we've got some QuickBooks online updates, which I'm very excited about. It's my favorite part of this show. Um, we've got some updates to advance as well, including the fact it's finally launched. So we'll talk about that. QuickBooks self-employed, that doesn't get forgotten about, unfortunately, but that doesn't get forgotten about. That is still there. And we get to talk about that as well. And then finally, we've got some news about QuickBooks online's Get Connected events. So we'll talk about that. Um, and Charlie's got some extra bits to come in to do with some Chrome extensions, which we think are going to be really useful for Monk B and Scott's add-ins. And then finally, we've got a bit of a bit of a tasty little subject around the fact that Bright has acquired some more desktop solutions. We'll figure out exactly what desktop solutions they've acquired now. Okay, let's jump straight into it then. QuickBooks Online, a few tasty updates. First and foremost is the fact that, you know, they uh, they introduced the left-hand navigation bar not so long ago, and they seem to not be finished with it yet. So they seem to have some extra bits that they want to talk about, and that's what we're going to talk about now. So if I just get myself all set up properly and share the screen as I need to, I'm going to talk about and see if anyone can spot this subtle difference they've brought in, which for me, I think this uh, this is actually quite a nice little difference they've brought, or a nice little extra bit they've brought in. I think it's uh, going to be quite a nice little uh, addition to it, but I want to see if anyone can spot it. So if I bring this in now, and just make it full screen. Can anyone say what the, uh, what the difference is there? Is it the pencils? Exactly. Well, yeah, the little uh, dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've changed the way. So, yeah, so the pencils bring this customization in and then the drag and drop go here. So the old style was you came up with a little like sub menu type thing here. Because one of the things of, that people really like about this new menu system is the customization option. So you could add bits there, take things away, have this bookmark selection. And actually, that bookmark selection became really useful because for 
especially new clients you're trying to bring in, it gave you an opportunity to almost make them like a workflow. So you could set that they should go into here first and then here and then here and have a little workflow for them. Well, now you've got the opportunity to fully customize that. And I'm right behind it. I think that's a great idea. Um, the idea that we can have get things done business, you can move them around and maybe put payroll up to get things done, however you want it. And I think that's going to work quite well. What does everyone think to this then? Um, I, you know, I'm all up for it, but what, what's, what's your idea? Charlie, you want to go first? I think it's great. I mean, I like, I've, I've got to be honest, I've, I haven't seen it on very many of my, in fact, I think I've only seen it on one of my clients set up so far. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a, it, it's a, it is a good idea. Um, whether it's, you know, whether it's the users themselves want to change it if they're running it themselves or accountants making it easy for their clients. Um, yeah. no, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and it, when it comes to which clients they should be on, any brand new client, it'll be there ready to use. Um, yeah. But effectively what it is, is that if there's any, um, uh, you know, if there's any clients you've already got, then there's a phased result and they should yeah. be pretty much all migrated now. But yeah, see what happens. Yeah, and what do you think? I, I love it. Um, we were actually just discussing just the other day in, in the team that we'd love to be able to turn certain menus off for clients, like yeah. payroll. <laughs> so yeah. we've had a client that's decided, well, payrolls in QuickBooks, I can do payroll. It's really easy. Within a month, they were in trouble because, yes, they can put the numbers in, but they don't understand statutory pays and maternity pay and all of this good stuff. So actually just being able to untick payroll for clients yeah. so they can't see it and mess with it uh, is really helpful. Um, one of the thoughts we did have would be quite nice in the future is what if we could rename them? So you could call them what you wanted and that way you can just make put them into, literally each client's got their own terminology, I find. So if you could do that, that would be really powerful. Um, but yeah, that, I We've always been, we've already been benefiting from the bookmarks idea. We've really liked that, like instant bookmarks to the reports. Those clients really just need to pay attention to. Yep. So to be able to drag and drop and untick things, I think it's just customizing that customer's experience even more. And yeah, really, really like it. Yeah, I think my only criticism is that you kind of alluded to it there is the fact that you have to be sat with the client to do it or at least like share a Zoom meeting with or whatever yep. it's going to be. We can't just go in, set it, and then publish almost their experience. Uh, right. There is a way so, around. Oh, go for it. Go on. Go on. So we've got a an email address that doesn't do anything. Ah, yeah. So yeah. every client, we add us as a user, an admin within their each license, yep. which we can go in and we can see exactly what the new clients are seeing, and we can edit this. Love it. So, but it's surely this menu is is by user, isn't it? So, if the client's got four users that log into Q, into the same QBO file, do they not each customize their do they not each customize their own menu? Well, we were told originally that's how it was intended to be, but who knows? I mean, they made some. This is a drastic change to what it was first out there, so it must still kind of change over time. So, it's something we'll have to experiment with, isn't it, and have a look? But yeah. But I mean, if if each user has their own menu, then Johan going in and changing it as a, as a different user is surely not going to impact anybody else? We don't know at the moment, do we? But oh, they, that's yeah. Originally, that's how it wasn't intended, but they could easily have changed that, like, like they've introduced right. this extra bit here. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be good to, good to see, good to test, actually. Um, it's quite interesting how, it to see how quickly it's evolving. Yes. And we know QuickBooks always evolves based on feedback, so yeah, yeah 
keep sending that feedback in that accountants want to be able to choose what each person uses without going into the customization side of things like we've got in advance and that would be fantastic yeah well the other thing that's that, that just occurred to me that's useful with the bookmarks if because <clears throat> one of the issues i have is i tend to create certain reports for clients and i make them you know you when you when you when you customize and save a customized report you can choose whether it's just for the firm as an accountant or whether whether it's available to all which includes the clients which is great the problem is i go in maybe six months later and maybe make a small amendment to that report um add an extra column or or change something around that doesn't change for any of my clients that have got the report. All they get is the static version as it was when it was created. Mm. So I then share it again, and now they've got two versions of the report. They don't know which one to log into. Um, so if the bookmark simply linked to a report that was, you know, was a dynamic link effectively to however that report was now, that would be great. That, yeah, that could be a good That's feature. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could work quite well. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. Um, I hope, though, that with them putting all this effort into the the new view that they definitely don't go away and take our old view away because i'm not sure i can fully migrate to the new to the new view yet but i do i do see it has benefits for newer clients definitely it's a there's the traditional account that doesn't like change yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right exactly all right well the news have we got well we have um mailchimp starting to appear it's maybe ugly head maybe is that a controversial thing to say uh, more and more into the uh, file as well so customers now marketing now remember when marketing first hit there was a huge uproar in the community about this about what does this do and everything else and everything that came with it um personally i i love hate relationship with mailchimp at the moment i love what it's trying to do i just haven't been able to achieve that kind of what it's intended for yet so it's kind of frustrating me at the moment and I may have got in trouble with a bit of a GDPR issue that we won't go into on this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I, I, you know, I understand it. And obviously, they've bought it. They know that it's, you know, they, they can see the future of it and everything else. And it needs this deep integration to be able to kind of take that next step. But what do you think? Do you think it's a good move, bad move? What's what we're what we're saying on it? I mean, I don't think we're ever going to use it. Um, but I think I can see the long-term value for especially e-commerce customers. Mm. But is it too little, too late? Has Shopify already dominated that market? Between Square, Shopify, um, all those kind of places, are they coming into a flooded market and it's a bit too late? The people have already made their choices of platforms. So I don't know what the uptake's going to be. But... If this was a couple of years ago before Shopify became a thing, big thing over in the UK, then yeah, maybe it's a good option. Yeah, because it uh, is a very difficult thing to move, isn't it? I don't know if you've ever tried to or advised clients to move or had that opportunity to move, but yeah, moving a online marketplace from one site to another isn't a, a click of the finger sort of idea, is it? So yeah, it is difficult. It's certainly something. That, it's nice that we as accountants can now advise our startup e-commerce platform clients yes. or someone that might be you know a traditional retail setting that might be wanting to look at e-commerce well actually you know this talks to e-commerce side of things it does the email marketing and it brings in the financial aspects great so from a starting point of a journey it's great anyone that's already made a commitment it probably isn't going to be overly swayed by it 
yeah charlie did you see on the uh, on the group did you see the big uproar of it what what was your feeling with the uproar were they right or wrong or how would you say um i actually didn't see that was, was i didn't see that uh, that discussion okay. unfortunately but it was <laughs> that... well, your members were wrong <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will have a look at it. I will have a look at that. But it, yeah. I mean, look, the power of Intuit. Um, yeah. and by the way, I notice on there, I mean, MailChimp have been advertising on TV for quite a while, but I've noticed recently they, they say Intuit MailChimp now on the TV ads. I don't know if, how recent that is, but, uh, yeah. but they're, they're doing that now. Um, I think, you know, with the multi-billion dollar company that Intuit is, um, you know, they're clearly going to spend a lot of money marketing MailChimp and even if people plenty of people already with Shopify and all the rest of it there are new companies starting up every single day uh, so I, I, I have little doubt that this will succeed um, and I think you know the more players there are in any of these marketplaces by and large the better because they as long as there aren't too many uh, because they each encourage the other to improve and, and add new features so Definitely. I, it, I suggest it's a good thing but no, and Watch remember, that for every client of ours that takes this up in the UK, there's probably another thousand in the US. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like, this is always going to be bigger over there than it is in the UK. Yeah, yeah, without doubt, without doubt. And um, <clears throat> the fact it's in the in the system itself does mean that they're going to kind of bring that promise of their extra um, integrations and everything else, and that that could be a you know the way where we can kind of bring part and parcel of it because again for us as a as a practice we jumped on the chance to use it because we thought you know what that idea of having that insight into even our customers you know who's taking payroll who's not and having that ability to just throw that out them uh, was actually really powerful but yeah it's um we'll see what uh what comes of it going forward but uh yeah it's uh interesting to see that's in the system or at least that that deep level integration because they don't tend to put too much emphasis on them normally when you think like time and stuff and or yeah i'm whatever it was called uh t-sheets wasn't it um yeah. didn't really integrate that that fully did they and it's still not 100 percent there there's not kind of that integration. which always amazed me because whenever i went to the states i went to a few accounting conferences in the states the Americans were absolutely obsessed with T-Sheets. QBO users in America were obsessed yeah. with T-Sheets. It was yeah, the, yeah. always the biggest party at any of the QuickBooks conferences. Um, it was enormous. And yet nobody here is terribly interested in it. No, it's hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's almost a hard sell. I have tried. I have tried to push it. But, but yeah, it is a, it is a yeah. tricky one um, going forward. Two other quick, nice little updates for you as well. So now should be live, especially with NatWest and other leading bank or not leading banks but other banks that came through is the ability to have unlimited connection time so instead of having that 90 day connection to your bank and having to then re-authenticate every 90 days we should be able to set it up have that 90 days then you have the tick box say oh you are happy to confirm but frankly anyone can do that even the accountants um so that should be good we just hopefully get to see more and more people rolling this out and hopefully fingers crossed we finally get to see the idea that the bank statements can be imported in as well. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, so, yeah. that's interesting. I wasn't aware that they'd actually launched the ability to bring the bank statements in as a as a PDF. Right. Is that right? I, I heard that this was an idea, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I, I've I've shown it on stream before. It it's there. It does work, um, okay. but it's not live to everyone yet. So well, that fingers crossed. This is a step fantastic. in the right direction for it. Mm. I think one of the big problems with it all is it's all dependent on the banks. So like a Starling Bank, for example, who for the last few years, we've all been singing chapter and verse for how good it is. It still can't handle bulk, pay, bulk payments. 
where other banks have caught up and taken over on that. And then £7 a month feature involves a CSV file. Yeah. And it's just like, well, hang on, that's where these banks were 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, the banks just need to start actually opening up the functionality that they should be giving us through open banking, really. Because that's the whole point of open banking, wasn't it? Was to make it so it's one route in, one route out. It's all regulated. Everyone can see and everyone can trust it. And yeah, so we were supposed to be given all these extra functionalities. And, as a, yeah, everyone has the same functionality, etc. But yeah, that's yeah. how they sold it to us. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see how it goes. And another quick update as well. You should have got your emails by now, but um, the VAT making tax digital is coming to an end for, well, the non-MTD submissions. So if you do still have clients out there still using non-MTD and you're going through, you know, marketing is filed on QuickBooks, you're going to have to think about a solution sooner rather than later. At first November is in the one in my back of my head, but I could be, could be off on that yeah, one. It yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Turn it off. Yes, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's when it's, it's over. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so just make sure everyone's aware of that one um, and, and go from there. And more hard line of us would have said they should have turned it off on the 1st of April, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I was even speaking to a PNT today. He had no idea it was coming. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not not out there as, as it should be. I mean, for, for, um, I, for, for, for end users, this might pose a problem for those that haven't yet signed up for MTD. But for any accountant, this shouldn't be a problem because if you really cannot get to file it within QuickBooks on MTD for some reason, and I can't think of what reason that might be, but if you can't, you should have plenty of other tax software that will allow you to file an MTD VAT return. Yeah. So, um, you know, whilst it work, you may not be compliant in the sense that your data may not be linked directly to it, um, unless you can get it to link, you, you could still stick some numbers into a spreadsheet, link that to your tax software. and file. So you'd get through the technicalities of the system, um, albeit you would not be compliant with, with what MTD technically require, you know, actually requires. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, awesome. So I, I've left this news in as a QuickBooks update, but I'm not sure if it's a QuickBooks update or if it's a QuickBooks advance update. So let me explain first of all. So you'll see here on my sales section, I've got my <laughs> overview all sales, invoices, customers, products, and services, and right in the middle, a brand new one, subscriptions. Now, I have no idea what their plan is or what's going to happen here. Um, in fact, when I clicked on the button, I got this screen. So, yeah, <laughs> gives, us, gives us everything we need to know about this new feature, doesn't it? Uh, I've, I've been to head office of QuickBooks a couple of times now. There is several people walking around looking like that. So now I know <laughs> what they're working on. <laughs> yeah, the subscription guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're building things. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously um, something's coming. Maybe it's only advanced. Maybe it's going to be in the rest of the product. Who knows? Speculation-wise, they have been talks of a, a new um, connection or a new kind of um, uh, you know partnership with a company called what are they called actually I'll tell you what it's called called app direct which is supposed to be b2b subscription and give lots and lots of options with there so possibly it's something to do that just speculations but yeah it seems exciting and and for for accountants this could be huge what, what do you want to what, what do you think to that one then Charlie, any kind of thoughts or any ideas? Well, I, 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 I thought it was something might have been something different. I'd, I'd read about something about subscriptions, but like you, I didn't know exactly mm -hmm. what it was. I suspected it was going to be simply a way of managing what you're already paying when you subscribe to something. But since it's in the sales section, mm -hmm. if it is indeed a way to send out 
subscriptions to members every month or you know what if you've got a you know a membership organization that sends out subscriptions every month or every year or and they can link you know the ability to take payment whether it's paypal or or, or whatever whatever card you want to link it to and things like that then that would be fantastic um yeah. i mean i've, I've got a, a a big client who for the last six months or so have been using a system called charge b maybe yes. yeah, maybe longer than six yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I came across them actually because I, I I met them at the at the cancelled QuickBooks Connect from two years ago, which got cancelled uh, the day of COVID. Um, but they, they were over from various, I think some from the US, some from from India, I think. And um, I had a, had a meeting with them, um, and it's it's a very very powerful system. Um, but I, and it links with QuickBooks, but I've never been able to find anybody that explains the subtleties of some of the links because it, it wants to do more than I want. So QuickBooks, even if it is in advanced, and, and that would, I'd be happy if it was in advanced, that's fine. The subscription is, is not too much if you get in this kind of facility. Uh, to manage subscriptions, if, if it's anything like the basic subscription side that what Chargebee offers, uh, then that would be fantastic. I can think of a few clients that'd be great for. Yeah, definitely. And I know it's all speculation here, but come on, Jan, you've got to be excited for your own practice for this one, haven't you? If, if this is a a, a, a reimagining of recurring, maybe, you know, something I'm just like going to say, at what point does a reoccurring invoice become a subscription? Yeah, yeah. That's well, the, yeah. Does it give us opportunities to be a bit more, you know, the way we're adding services on, taking yep. services away, that sort of thing? Definitely. I mean, I've got several business consultant clients, business coach clients, yoga instructors and stuff where, yeah, the, their best solution for a subscription model in QuickBooks is a reoccurring invoice, um, which is fine. It works. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting to see what plugs if in. all they're doing is sending out, if they're just sending out a monthly invoice for the same amount for providing business services in the same way that we do to a lot of our clients, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, the, the, just the existing recurring uh, invoice within QuickBooks works fine for that. I see it more as the ability for members of some organisation or you know gym club membership or, or I don't know you've got a you know a society that, that takes subscriptions from members every month or what or every year. The, 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 if it tracks in when their membership expires, can mm -hmm. they log in and, and you know change their details? And you've got you know the members can log in and, and, and update their bank their card details, things like that. That's what I see um, as being powerful uh -huh. and different. So here's a thought then. So you yeah. take those features that Charlie's just asking for. What powers that? MailChimp's e-commerce. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. point. Exactly. So exactly. You know, go to my website as a yoga instructor. Not that I do yoga, but as a yoga instructor, go to my <laughs> website, sign up to one of my monthly or subscriptions yeah. through my website, which is <clears> my <throat> MailChimp. That feeds straight into my QuickBooks. It tracks what they subscribe to. It tracks their marketing preferences through yeah. MailChimp. We can target who pick, who signed up for the yoga retreat weekend out of my subscribers and all yeah. that good stuff. So, yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a, a, a feature built in and around MailChimp. And this particular client has, yeah. uh, or this file has MailChimp connected. So you could be onto a winner there. Yeah, yeah. Makes Excellent. sense. Very good. Love a bit of oh, I look forward to that. Maybe they'll talk about it anyway. But, uh, that or they they just go back to the drawing board now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Next. Yeah. <laughs> I just million dollar idea about using Mailchimp. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Didn't you ever say that? No. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. So, okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think this is quite an exciting little, uh, update to it, and hopefully we'll see more to come. It's weird how we've not heard any. These are the sort of things where sometimes not allowed to talk about them, but you know, we, we, you know, yeah. we would at least have an awareness of. Um, so yeah, this could be just something being worked on in the background that uh, launches one day with uh, with excitement. I hope it would be good to see. Well, um, morning because it's been someone developers left it turned on by mistake. Yeah, which is the first time I found one of them. And got... <laughs> 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 um, so the other um, parts that have come through from uh, Advance as well. Oh, let's move on to Advance now. So. QuickBooks Advance has finally launched, so a bit of a celebration there. That's great to hear. Um, me and Johan may have been involved in some sort of promotional activity on that one, so keep your eyes <laughs> on that. Confirm or deny. Yeah, we can't, we can't say anything <laughs> other than that. Um, but the fact that it's finally launched and there's some marketing behind it is good news. Um, not as much marketing as I was expecting. I don't know if that's just timing. I don't because obviously... The timing of the launch was very awkward. It was the, you know, the day that was it was it the day of the funeral or the day of the passing? It was one of the two, wasn't it? So um, it was the Monday after the passing of the that Queen. Was it, yeah. So it got muted and stopped until yeah. last week, I think. So um, I don't know if that reduced the amount of marketing they wanted to push behind it or not, but yeah, it could just be because they were still doing a bit of a slow burn on it. Some of the features aren't quite there yet, or or fully working as intended, so that could become another reason for it. And I think you have to ask, QuickBooks Advance is clearly for those bigger businesses. Yes. Are those bigger businesses on QuickBooks, social media, traditional channels of Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok and Instagram? They're probably the decision makers that would look at going, oh, that's an interesting product for my business, probably aren't on those fields. Um. So you're probably looking at press releases. You're probably looking at different channels being utilised that we're perhaps not in. Um, that is true. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I I do see that, and I think that's a really valid point. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's hope that there is a bit more push for it because I don't know about yourselves, but it is it's a slow burn to try and get clients interested because they don't know what it is. It's such a blind side for them. They're like suddenly. What do you mean QuickBooks Advance? I was even talking to another practice manager the other day and they're like, what's QuickBooks Advance? You know, there's definitely not enough. Um, yeah, and they're, they're QuickBooks Pro Advisors as well, but that's about that. Okay, so I'm still um, trying to work on MTD VAT, are they? <laughs> <laughs> You're about five years ahead no, of them at the moment. No comment at all. Um, but yes, it is um, very much a case of we're still trying to get people to understand exactly what this relates to, so we shall see. <clears throat> um, but... That doesn't mean that they've stopped bringing out new features for QuickBooks Advance, which we're very excited to see. Uh, the first feature that came live, and there's a bit of a, well, in, our, in my circle, there's a bit of a hubbaloo around it, which was good to see, um, was the introduction of a feature that's already out in the US and came, made itself over, which is batch adding. So you think back to your SageLine 50 days, if I'm allowed to say that swear word around here, <laughs> but the idea of being able to batch add multiple transactions at a time. Um, has been brought into QuickBooks Online, um, but not the place that I expected it to be. So in QuickBooks, um, and I'm, I'm stalling here because I'm trying to figure out why my advanced uh, 
expired, but in mind. Um, but in QuickBooks Online, there is the um, or in the US in the import options, we don't get they don't get as many imports as we do. Um, which is fine. It's you know they they've gone for a different kind of um, way of doing it, but that's because they've always had this batch actions option as a kind of a fallback. Well, at least they have in the advance. Um, so it's in their import options they go from there. In this, in the UK version, the batch actions place for it is just really random, and I don't understand quite why it's in a place. Maybe it's because it's not fully working yet, and there's kind of some bugs there, and they're trying to slowly slowly introduce it i don't know but it is a it is an odd one as to why it's not there um i don't think it's gonna let me show you but let me just show you the screen that i've got in front of me um so where would you expect to see it i suppose that's a question i would say i think imports is a natural place to think um but yeah yeah in there where i can yeah. import all that data and i suppose i have to manually add it but onto the batch sheet but so maybe it's not i don't know yeah it's difficult isn't it <laughs> but but the new button be quite useful having it here wouldn't it yeah, you know? i want to put a new batch import that a new batch thing yeah that'd be good yeah yeah well unfortunately <laughs> the power of quickbooks lads has spoken <laughs> unfortunately it's in this area under the new transaction button and multiple invoices um ah. Not sure why. Uh, this also means that there's no multiple bills or expenses yet. Maybe that's something they'll bring later. Uh, but at the moment, it's just multiple. And I can only batch one customer at a time. No, no, you can do more. That's why I don't understand why it's here. So I go to create the new one, and I can put different customers if I want to. Oh, wow. That's weird, then. That's, yeah. that's strange to put it Even there. Even though I've gone yeah. into, into a customer folder. Yeah. 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 That's, that's weird. Again, I, uh, but then I do you fill like this in? Yeah. Do, do you fill this in manually, or can you upload a CSV? Yeah, this is fully manual, so you'd have to go through right. the same customer is, and there is some um, for us power users. There's a nice little shortcut button, so we have got some shortcuts to use as well, um, <laughs> so you can quickly get this information in. Not that the shortcuts work very well, but they, they're there. Um, <laughs> And then there's the option to bring in custom fields, and we've got options to say what you want with your information there. Coming soon, we've got CIS deposit, multi-currency discounts, and bundles that are coming soon as well. So yeah, I I, I actually really like it. I think it's a great um, little feature that, that could be quite useful for certain clients. I've got definitely got clients that would make a lot of benefit out of this, and could be the you know the one and only reason they need to jump over to QuickBooks Advance. To be honest with you. Uh, it's just weird that it's sat under new customer uh, or new transaction. Yeah. Customers. <laughs> it's going to make um, adding, like moving people from like a zero or a Sage product into QuickBooks even easier because we can list all of our invoices that are outstanding and stuff that we'd normally have yes. to import and stuff. We can list it on here if we needed to. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But opening balances and things like that, you're right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see a use case there. It's a shame it's only, it's only an advance, isn't it? I suppose that's where you kind of. But but then for those advanced ones, you you want to be more you know on the ball when it comes to bringing this data in. So yeah, no, I I, I like and it. Is there a limit to how many I can list on there? I mean, it says thirty, but I believe you can go further than that. Um, I've not tried it, but. Maybe you can. Oh, maybe it is only thirty. Ooh. Ooh that then it doesn't be... matter because once once you 
once you save <clears throat> save that, you can then create a new one, presumably. True, true. Yeah. And to be fair, once I got past five, it was getting a bit glitchy anyway, so you might want to just... <laughs> I'm much further than that. <laughs> Can't see why I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, it's, it's the beta of it, isn't it? It's first kind of brought back and sort of thing. So we, we can see. And the fact that they've already thought about getting paid faster with online payments. No go cardless, though. No opportunity to bring that in. Obviously, no Cresco, unfortunately, but you know, we can, we can, but help. We can but hope. just keep praying and pushing for it. Yeah, keep mentioning it every so often. It might get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a different take, isn't it? And it, again, it is very much the Sage Line 50 type of mentality, isn't it? What they're used to. Um, so I can see definitely all the Sage 200s and whichever Sage they're using, yeah. but it is, gives them that opportunity. I think we, what we have to accept is, uh, we are non-Sage users, full stop. Yeah. Never use Sage in my practice and never will. Uh, I'm sorry to Chris, who, you know, nice bow tie, but I'm never going to use Sage. Um, <laughs> but let's face it, we're trying to move someone from one product to another. is a real challenge in itself to encourage that change. Yeah. But at the moment, we then have to encourage the change of our working ways as well as a change of a new product. So if... By reducing those pain points of, look, this is how you enter it into Sage. We've got that availability here, but this is probably a better way of them instead of doing it that way. It just helps iron out some of those res bits of res resistance of the change of softwares. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And, and you can see that's where they've kind of gone with, isn't it, with this one, which, yeah, which, yeah makes a lot of sense. No, I like it. And I, I think as well, I think like this also gives us opportunities to see what else they can flex with this now because now they've built it for this well how do they kind of expand it on other aspects of it you know is there other ways they can bring this in to make our life easier how much of this is auto populate so you've got test customer here if you had an email next to that test customer in the custom folder would that pull through it would bring through yeah 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 that that that, that comes through i've tested that bit um it seems to remember the terms and stuff like that and and things like that so yeah yeah no i think it will work quite well um, and I was dubious at first. I thought it could only have one product and service in, but it is clever enough that you can have multiple product service. And right. it just kind of create a, a subline for you and bring that in. So, yeah, no, I like it. Nice. And it's brought the custom fields in. So, you know, which is one of the new features of QuickBooks Online yeah. Advance. Speaking of new features for QuickBooks Online Advance, if I was to go over to <laughs> reports and generate a report, Profit and loss will do for this one. And I go down, drop down what options I have for exporting. You will notice we now have Google Sheets ready and waiting to go. And it works as you expect. You click the button, opens up Google Sheets, and you can, you know, collaborate in real time, as it says. Um, it works fine. It works great. My one bit that I'm kind of gutted of about is that it exports, and maybe I'm, I'm asking for too much here, but it exports it as a one done, a one single file that's never going to get updated again. Um, so then if you want to create another file, then you'd have to export it again. It's not one of these fancy linked and it's always updating solutions. Right. Maybe that's too much to ask for. But I've got something are... to say about that shortly, Aaron. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are <laughs> solutions out there that, that does it. Um, so it would have been, you know, we don't want to lose those functionalities for the others but this is only quickbooks advances in it or is it yeah it's only quickbooks advances yeah. In it, isn't it? yeah so yeah it is kind of one of those things where it goes and my other 
bugbear on it is that it will just randomly chuck that file somewhere in your Google Drive, which for someone like me, a bit of OCD, I'm like every now and again, <laughs> what's this file mean? And it's not in the right place, etc. But I think with those kind of criticisms aside, does exactly what it does on the tin, gives you another export option. Is that too much to worry about it? I don't know. What's your guys' thing, uh, thoughts on it? I think it, we just need to put it back into the context of it's new. It's QuickBooks Advanced is new. We've already seen improvements since it kind of soft launched back in July. We're seeing new features. So if this is the starting point, who knows where, what the end goal is and the roadmap for that little feature is because they've all got their own little roadmaps. So yeah, maybe backwards and forwards live updates and stuff is a thing in the future we just don't know do we um and if it is that'd be fantastic i suppose this is another tick box for zero versus uh quickbooks isn't it another feature parity it's another one where you know what quickbooks can do zero can do sort of mentality so there is that point to it would you ever use it charlie is this sort of thing do you like uh, well, I, 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 i'm a I'm, I'm a microsoft Fan. So whilst I love Google for searching and I use Chrome for my browser and all the rest of it, um, when it comes to, you know, I've got Microsoft Office 365. So if I want online versions of that, that comes with it in, you know, SharePoint and OneNote yeah. and OneDrive and all the rest of it. So I much, much prefer that. But um, a lot of clients use Google Sheets. I think it's, it's yeah, very sensible to add this. It does. I mean, you're right that it, at the moment it seems to only be in QBO Advanced. Um, can't see why that should not be in in the standard versions you know in, in, in simple style because it's not like a, a, a it's not a sort of feature that one would pay extra for. it's not like some of the other things you know batch bulk invoices and, and multiple uh, user um, uh, um, param- uh, um, permissions and all that kind of stuff those you can very clearly see as for a bigger business but a tiny tiny little business might want to put this into google sheets and, it, mm. and it's um yeah, yeah it, it would and, seem maybe they're just testing it on advance first because it's a smaller user base and then and then roll it out but yeah i could be being stereotypical here but um i suppose smaller businesses are more likely to use google sheets over an excel yeah. as well yeah like, yeah personally yeah, I, I think you're right i read right. one google sheets i try and do it all in the software but if if you've got to use a solution then yeah i know most of my smaller businesses probably have um a Google Sheet account because it comes with their Gmail email rather than a Microsoft account. So it's more attractive for them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got yeah. much more powerful links, although Excel is definitely catching up from what I understand. Google had were a bit ahead of the game in a lot of places. So yeah, let's hope it this one does go down to the uh, few, yeah. Yeah, into other products. Hmm. Yeah. But how far down do you want to go? I'm actually, I think I'm starting to get the segue bit now. So, <clears throat> how far down do you want? Do you want to go all the way to QuickBooks self employed? Because if so, I've got some <laughs> news about QuickBooks self employed for you. I know a couple of people in this, um, in this community or this uh, chat aren't exactly excited about QuickBooks self employed, but it still is there. And it's been told that it's going to be around for time to come and there is a quite a big change that's happened as well within quickbooks self-employed which i thought would be worthwhile having a conversation about so if i bring it up on screen when you go to set up quickbooks online you get uh, quickbooks self-employed you are sometimes and i've only been able to get this once <laughs> but you're sometimes presented with this screen so their new landlord um section their new landlord 
area of it. Now, maybe I'm kind of being a bit too negative on this, but I, from what I would expect, I can't imagine too much is changing other than category names and things like that. Um, for me, landlords, there is quite a bit of extra information that we need to go through um, or, or extra information we need to bring into um uh, to be able to make this kind of work if you look at the likes of hammock and what they're doing yeah. as an example um but yeah what, what what do you guys think is this uh is this where you expected it to be if you're a landlord with one property yeah, yeah okay self-employed is probably is fine um if you're a landlord with multiple properties and you want to tap track your expenses and your income to each property, then you're going to start needing field, custom fields or locations or tags, all stuff that we've got in Simple Start Upwards. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would be inclined, if a client came to me and said, I want to use QuickBooks, I've got two properties. It's like, right, how much detail do you want to track? It would probably always go straight to a Simple Start. Yeah. After yeah. I've pitched Hammock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Just because Hammock's just purpose-built for landlords yeah. and... Agreed. The features it's got in there and then linked straight to Zoopla so you can see profit and gains. and stuff. It's just an incredible bit of kit yeah. um, that I don't think Sage, Zero, or QuickBooks or anyone else will get very close to at the moment. Though They're I, not interested either. It's not no, there. It, got a niche and it's yeah. really well done for that niche. Yeah, definitely. 100%. What about you, Charlie? Do you think uh, QuickBooks Self Employed is a. Uh, is a good fit for it. What do you think? No, well, I mean, look, I understand why what wh why they've got the QuickBooks QBSE. Um, yeah. It's a simple product that they can sell to hundreds of thousands of people, um, and with MTD coming, fine. Um, I would never recommend it to a client because I'm going to want as if if they you know if they if they want an accountant involved, then I'm going to need features that QBSE doesn't offer. Um, and until they offer an upgrade path from QBSE yeah. to QBO, if they did that, if there was if there was a direct upgrade, not not send it off to, to, to Intuit to make them to make sure, but if it was as simple as moving from 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 essentials to plus, you just click a button and pay some more money, um, then yeah, I'd have no problem starting people off on QBSE. Um, but but since at the moment it is a completely separate product. Um, I, I wouldn't touch it, but I, I do understand why they're doing it. I just think the danger is that people start to get a little bit too big. They can't move over. So they, they, they get an accountant and they go, well, we need to move over to something. Let's move you to zero. Yeah, um, well, I'll tell you what, it's a really good tool for testing new clients. <laughs> <laughs> so literally a, a prospective client rang me a few months ago and was asking for about, oh, do I get QuickBooks? Do I get this? I'm not quite ready for an accountant, but I'll be in touch. So I told them, look, go get QuickBooks. Because of your plans and because you've got all this van and stuff, what you need is QuickBooks, simple or essentials or plus. But a simple start would be fine for now. Oh, okay. Rang me the other day. Um, which QuickBooks did you get in the end? Oh, the self-employed one. It was cheaper. <laughs> oh, we're full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're not taking clients on at the moment. No, that's yeah. it. Like all of a sudden, you've just told me you're going for the cheapest product, regardless of functionality. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not the kind. And you're not listening. And you're not listening to my advice. Exactly. You're not taking on yeah. the expert advice. So, that's yeah. not the kind kind of client we're looking for. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's got its place, like Charlie said. It is a bit of a 
gateway drug to accounting software. Like, <laughs> it gets you in at the lower level, and then you realize yeah. you need to be bigger and better, and you start working your way up the ranks. But the easiest thing that we could have as accountants is that ability just to go upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it with plus to advance. Like, that came straight yeah. away. So, yeah, let's yeah. do that with this. So, so you're saying it's a bit of a game changer then, and it probably something that should definitely be looked at. Well, I don't know if you've been reading the uh, notes, but what about if it was an option in, <laughs> and there was a way of doing it, but we just don't have it in the UK yet? So if I, I don't think the sound's going to come through, but let me just kind of scrub through what this is doing. Um, let me just mute it. Um, but the idea is, is this is exactly what we're asking for. This is how you can upgrade your QuickBooks self-employed to QuickBooks. But why do I still need to migrate my data? Well, you I have to migrate your data. Because it is two, two separate software. I know. They've never given an option, though, have they? Rebuild it on the same software platform <laughs> and, re, and just launch it. And we gen it. I generally thought that's what they were going to do. I thought, you know. Tinfoil hat. I thought that's exactly what they were going to do. They were just going to bin it, and it was going to come into um, basically a, a boiled down version of Simple Start. But by the looks of it, it's over in America. It has the ability to be able to export through. So, is this the same principle as when we create a new license at the moment in the UK? We can say, "Oh, I had desktop QuickBooks desktop, and I want to import that data." Yes, exactly Fine. right. Yeah, it's that sort of mentality. It's, but at least we have that now where we've never had it before, yeah. have we? So, you know, it okay. gives us the opportunity to bring it through. When it comes to UK, who knows? But the fact that there is that functionality there and finally they're talking to one another gives us hope, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a step in the right direction. It's, yeah. not, it's still not a tick on a upgrade and pay an extra couple of quid for the rest of this month. <laughs> no, but, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe we'll get this functionality. Maybe this is something that's coming. I don't know. But yeah, it seems like it just works and just brings the information in and and everything just comes through. So yeah, it looks clean, looks tidy. So let's hope that's something. Because I imagine that the, the pressure of this was MTD anyway. So yeah, but yeah if they're going to bring some form of MTD into QuickBooks Self-Employed, then we won't have this problem, will we? It's all, all good to go. So, yeah, we shall see how that goes and keep an eye on that one. Because if that does come to UK again, I think that is a bit of a game changer for us, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going forward. All right. Uh, one little other YouTube video that I that took my eye when I saw it because. Um, was it one of you? Right. Yeah. No. Um, was um, their commerce accounting in the US as well. So, from what I can tell, they're taking the, um, uh, the one task connection and they're built in, building it much more integrated and, and cleaner into QuickBooks Online. Um, so if we just quickly show you this bit here, they call it commerce accounting and they're actually having it inside QuickBooks itself. So the ability to click on the connect and go from there because as powerful as one SaaS is and great that it works is really daunting for people who have to leave QuickBooks to go into it. But the idea is that there's a new commerce option in here which maybe is the, um, that MailChimp link that we've talked about before, and it's bringing the data in a lot cleaner. So this could only come soon, you know, can't come soon enough. Uh, again, we don't know if it could be a, an advanced feature only or however it's going to be. Uh -huh. We're getting this data in, looking looking as clean and as tidy as this, 
would just yep. be an absolute dream, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're currently trying to do a VAT return for a client where they A to X has pulled in the same data three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. We have to do a huge cleanup because of it. So, yeah, any tools that can help streamline e-commerce and do it reliably has just got to be a bonus. Yeah. And and a lot of clients expect it as well. Like yeah. they're finding it very confused why they've got to go and download this software to put it on there, to put it through and, and, and bring it on. So the ability to bring it in here and, you know, it was two seconds worth on here, but just having this area there, if I can pause at the right time. Yeah. Commerce. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Having an area there that we can bring that in, in and, and having that word payouts there, it's just, yeah, it's huge, huge, um, and, and such a headache for people to kind of get their heads around. So, yeah, we, we just need this in. What do you think, Charlie? Oh, uh, this can't come soon enough. Um, yeah, the ability to connect to Shopify. I'm not sure I've got any clients to sell on Amazon, but certainly Shopify. And what did you say it does at the moment? Is it Shopify, eBay, and Amazon? Is that? Uh, I mean, three. I'm going to go buy this video. I've never right, got a chance yeah. to plan it. But yeah, uh, Shopify, Amazon, eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's great. I mean, Shopify in particular, fantastic. So yeah, I'd love that to come to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I can't find it in the US either. So I don't know what. Like huh. this is definitely an eBay YouTube channel, so I don't think I've made this up, and I don't think this is a someone spoofing us and <laughs> we fell for it. Um, but yeah, I can't find it in the US. But yeah, I I don't have that many uh, options to look in the US. So yeah, but it is uh, yeah can't come soon enough, and hopefully, fingers crossed, um, it is there. I've got the same video, but for Shopify as well, but it just goes through and shows you pretty much exactly the same, to be honest. So. Yeah, is just clicking Shopify instead and, and bringing that information in. So, yeah, bring it into the software. We really, you know, this could be an absolute game changer. And again, this is where you kind of compare yourself to your zeros and, and everything else. None of those have gone down this route of having it so embedded in theirs like that. So I think this is a yeah a great a great way of doing it. Awesome. Um, I think that's it for my updates for QuickBooks um, itself. But Charlie, do you want to go and talk about your um, little finds that you've had, and when we can uh, we can talk yeah. about that one, and then we'll go back to QuickBooks Connect and the uh, Bright Deal after that. Well, I, I I found two nice little um, add-ins in the last uh, couple of weeks, last yeah. two three weeks. The first one um, I came across is um a chrome extension so it's very if you use chrome or edge which both fundamentally use the same underlying browser technology um then you just add an extension it's called monkby m-o-n-k-b-e uh created by a guy called mark corum in the states and what it does is it adds a few features so it it only so when you're on the quickbooks site the extension just sits in chrome when you're on the quickbooks site it adds a few little features and i won't talk about them all there's about eight or nine different features and he's adding more all the time but the the two that i particularly like and that i've been using one is a feature that equals lock product change so what that does is if for example you are on a sales invoice let's say you've created a sales invoice you've picked one of your your uh, product code service codes and you then entered a load of data in the description field uh, yep. Maybe you've saved that as a draft invoice and you go back in and you realize actually you should have used a different service code. What this will do is it adds a little icon on that row with a little image of a padlock and you click that padlock and you can change the product code service code and the okay. description text will remain the same. 
um, sort of disappearing yeah. like it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, exactly. Brilliant. Because what, what normally what QuickBooks will do is it says, um, well, if you use a different product code, let's put in the default text for that code. Or if there is yeah. no default text, let's just blank it. Um, so what this does, the value locks, as well? Can, can you lock the value? The value ever, yeah. It, uh, Yes, I think it. Uh, I can't. Remember. I think it does. I think. Cool. I think it does. I think. I think it locks the whole line. Yeah. Um, awesome. That's a very nice feature. I mean, I'd like to see that elsewhere. I, um, I did mention. I, I, I when I discovered this tool and played around with it for a while, I then uh, got in contact with Mark and had a very nice chat with him oh. uh, last week. And one of the things I said, what would be nice as well, would be when you change um, a nominal code. So let's say on on a, on a, on, a, on a bill or, a, or or an expense that you've coded directly uh, to a nominal code. But if you change the nominal code. Lock it so it doesn't change the VAT, for example, which is, yeah. I find infuriating. You've, you've created a you've created a transaction. Everything is correct, but you just want to change the category it goes to. The VAT isn't going to change just because you've moved from one category to another, no matter what the default VAT code is for that other category. That and it changes change. it. It drives me insane with QuickBooks. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Awesome. So that's and the oh, the other the other one that I quite like is is what he calls. Um, audit log escape. What happens there if, if you go into, if you're looking, looking at a transaction and you click the audit trail button at the bottom of the screen, yep. when you try to go back, you end up in an endless loop that goes back and forth and you have to, you have to just click away and go somewhere else and then work your way back. Yep. What this does, it adds an extra button at the top of the screen and it says go back, I can't remember what the wording is, but you get a little orange button that says go, sort of go back to where you were. And I mean, clearly what he's done is, what he's done is he, 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 in the browser it remembers two screens well. earlier for you. So it's not yeah, just going back one screen, which then loops. It jumps back two or possibly three screens okay. for you automatically. So it's actually a very useful little feature. And, and he's got a few others in there. And um, I mean, the way people can find that, I'm trying to, uh, I've got a note of how they find it. Um, yeah. So if you just go, if you're in Chrome, for example, you just, you just go to the button in in the um, the settings menu at the top and and find extensions and look for Monkbee, M O N K B E. Um, have a play with it. Um, it's um, it's a very useful little feature. Is that um, a chargeable? No, uh, the, the the basic features are all free. There are at the moment there's I think two one or two features that he asks for additional payment for. I don't know how much it is because they were features I didn't particularly need. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, all the all the basic features and the and, and the two that I've just described are completely free. Um, and it's a, a very very nice little feature. And he's adding more. Um, you know, and if you've got any, if anybody watching this has got any ideas and, and wants to suggest any more, contact Mark directly or or contact me if you're in if you're in my Facebook group. Drop a message to me because uh, I can then ask if other people find that useful. Then I can go back to Mark and say, hey, we've got you know 30 people would love this. Um, and he's, um, you know, he's just a bit of a fan of developing this stuff, and he will no doubt create something if, if he's, you know, able to in the software. So that's awesome. the first thing I found, and then and the I've just second put the name one, in the uh, in the in the thing there. If anyone wants it, cool. I just to remind people so that it's it's built for Chrome, but because Edge, Microsoft Edge, uses the Chromium engine underneath, it, yeah. it you should be able to get it in Edge as well. Um, but it won't work on Safari or, or Firefox or whatever. Um, yeah. And then the other one is a thing called Scott's Add-ins. Um, yeah. And what that is, that, that, is a, that is a paid piece of software. And what that does is if anybody uses, let's say if anybody uses VT, uh, the accounting software, VT, for, for accounts production and, and filing taxes and so on. What that does is it works on your desktop. It adds an, it adds an extra feature into Excel. So you already op you open Excel in the normal way on your desktop. And if you've paid your VT subscription, then it adds a bunch of extra buttons into 
Excel. Well, Scott's add-ins does exactly the same thing, but the buttons that it adds in are buttons that have live links to the API in QuickBooks. Brilliant. So you, you, you click the thing, I want to add this particular file or that particular file um, in the same way that you add any other app in QuickBooks, but you're doing it in Excel at this point. Um, and then it creates live feeds directly in to QuickBooks data. So what that means is you work completely in Excel. So once you've connected it, you can work completely in Excel. Um, and as well as having all of the normal Excel functionality for adding and multiplying and grouping and, and, and whatever you want, you can put in formulae that bring in nominal codes, values, dates, ranges, you know, values for a particular range, whatever you want. Uh, so you can create the type of reports you want directly in Excel with all of that functionality. And it's a live link. So going back to what you were referring to earlier, Aaron, about you were talking about uh, sending reports yeah. to clients yeah. and yeah, to Google, uh, to, to, yeah, to, uh, to Google Sheets. Uh, you could do this in in um, in Scott's add-ins, albeit it's paid for software. Um, and then it's live. Uh, you could send that to clients and, and well, you could do two things. You, you could either create the thing yourself. I mean, what, you know, what, one of the, one of the options would be to use this software for clients to create very complex reports that have all sorts of data from all sorts of different yeah. places within QuickBooks in one report. Yeah. Um, and then you you can click a button in the software that strips out all the add-in buttons and just keeps the data as it is. Then you can send it to a client, so the client doesn't know you've used clever software. They just think you've spent hours creating this hugely complex report. Uh, and that could be a chargeable service you, you give to your clients because you, you you know you're charging for the time it's taking to set the thing up. And then each month when you send an update on that report, you just go into your standard report, click the update button. Um, a few seconds later, you've got the updated report, strip out the, the, the link and send it to your client. Um, so that's one way of doing it. Or you could you know, give the client the live, you know, the file. They, they need a subscription, of course. Um, and then um, they can look at the data in real time. It's like it. really, really yeah. powerful. Because for us, we, we, we use a similar sort of idea, but it's with uh, GACOM on LiveFlow, they're called two, two different software, but this is for Google. So same, exactly what you're saying, but this is for Google Sheets as opposed to Excel. Yeah. Um, and the, <clears throat> the opportunities there are endless. Like yeah. we have it for consolidation because it's so simple. Then you've got yes, you've yes. companies coming in and then you can consolidate and you can have your formulas and everything's all great. But also internally for BotFix, we now survive off that because all of our task management solutions and everything we've built are all based around live data of what invoices so if we've sent an invoice out to a client and we've said that we're doing bookkeeping for them well we want our task management to to reflect that and do the and so we do the bookkeeping um, but if we take bookkeeping off for a month we don't want to be doing the bookkeeping for them so having that live data can be so invaluable and when you start seeing that and start building kind of solutions and stuff for clients and stuff it's really powerful so yeah i'm all up for it. And the fact it's in Excel means I think people are more comfortable, aren't they, than yeah. Google Sheets. But the other nice thing about it is that in one, <clears throat> if you're an accountant, for example, and let's say you've connected all your clients to it, in one Excel sheet, you can link all your clients into one sheet. Then it's, it's not all, not only, they're not having to be in different files, they can be within, on one page. So for example, you could have a report for you as, as the accountant that has a bunch of KPIs for all your clients or the clients you're particularly monitoring. And each day, you just, you just open up this sheet, and there's your KPIs. Maybe it'll automatically highlight, you know, um, any of the where 
debtor days are too long or, yeah. you know, the bank balance has got too low or something like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's reliant on the QuickBooks data being up yeah. to date. But at least this is a clue that it's something that you need to look at without having to go into each QuickBooks file and look at it. They're all sitting there on one screen together. So it's, yeah. it's really, really useful. I mean, yeah. it's not cheap. It's I can't remember. It's 20 or $30 a month per company yeah, you connect it to. Equivalent to the um, Google Sheets one. So, yeah, that's about... Yeah, I mean, uh, there's discounts if you have, you know, if you have multiple licenses. Yeah. It may come down as cheap as 10 or $15 a month. I'm not sure. But it is it is very, very powerful. And for the right type of clients, it's, it's absolutely worth the price. Love it. Awesome. Yeah, no, those the sort of features that we want to bring in. And hopefully, well, do we want to do on QuickBooks to build their own so it comes in and ruin these sort of comp competition? I don't know. But, yeah, it is yeah, definitely yeah. something that when you start to think about how powerful it can be, I'm... I'm all up for it. And there's some yeah. really good solutions you can build in for it going forward. Cool. Nice one. Good, good work there. Awesome. Right. So we've got two more pieces because I know we're running out of time here. So let's just quickly go through them. Bright acquires more desktop solutions. So, you know, not only did they make sure they've got the desktop payroll, but now they've got the desktop accounting solution as well. So announced today they have acquired BTC, um, which I, I, kind of half-heartedly looked at but it was always a case of more the charity side of things that kind of took my eye than anything else it seems like you know adequate piece of software i don't know many county firms that use them i don't know if it's just because it's a regional thing or something i don't know um but i um you know i i imagine it does everything it says on the tin it's got accounts production tax solution corporation tax so it's going directly for there as well and interestingly a practice management side as well which you would have thought county manager kind of just destroys all of that kind of what that can do. I'm, I'm pretty confident the county manager can do better, which also incidentally have gone or lost their green today. They're now not green anymore, are they? So they don't quite go as nicely with my QuickBooks logo anymore, but that's uh, one for another <laughs> conversation. Um, but yeah, so they've acquired that. So I think Bright Pay, other than the desktop issue, which we can kind of come to, got quite a nice little strong little setup there haven't they i mean that's uh that's quite a formidable little ecosystem um yeah you want to go first what, what, what's your thoughts on this one i mean btc have got a cloud-based product coming soon so them and brightpay are going to get on famously well because they've had a bright a cloud-based product coming soon for years um <laughs> and yeah i mean even sage knows that you have to buy cloud so software not desktop like, <laughs> they've learned that bit <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's an interesting setup, isn't it? What have they got? Brightpay, accountancy manager that's now had a, its green removed. BTC, haven't they got surf accounting as well? Yeah, but that's not quite UK based, is it? Is, uh, right. is it Australian or something? Something like that? Okay. So yeah, it, they're obviously collecting things. I'd argue, I'm not convinced taking a desktop piece of software and turning it into a cloud-based piece of software is a cost-effective or a achievable thing. I mean, TaxCalc, still desktop-based software, no matter how much they tell me it's a cloud-based software, it's desktop software. Yeah. Iris. Iris, it's <laughs> desktop software. Whether, we, whether it links to something in the internet or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's desktop-based software. I can't access it for a web browser on my iPad or my phone. It is a desktop-based software. Um, and we need to be very clear about that. It's a real bone of contention of mine is when these desktop softwares say, oh, we link to the cloud, so we're cloud-based. It's like, no, you're not. You, 
you've just got a folder stored somewhere in OneDrive, in yeah, effect. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Would I, if I was running Bright, would I want to be buying desktop-based softwares to convert? Probably not. But let's see what they can do. But Bright Pay in itself is a good product, if not cloud-based. Yes. Yeah. BTC, from anyone I've ever spoken to about BTC, they've always said it's a, it's a good product. Oh, does its job on the yeah. team. Accountancy Manager, we all know it's a good product. And, yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see what, they, what their long-term plan is. I think that's the thing, isn't it? None of us really know mm. what their long-term vision is there. I can only assume that they want an, all a, a full suite of products like Sage are looking to have a, this Sage cloud accounting thing where you're going to have your practice management, your document capture, your go proposals of the world all in one place. And we're going to have a Sage suite. We're going to have a QuickBooks suite. We're going to have a Bright suite, you know, and We've got Iris different. Practice Essentials as well, which is... Iris Practice, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they've got... Sense now, isn't like it? That. Whatever it's called, but yes, you're right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I imagine they've got the same roadmap and vision. I just wonder how much of a handicap they're giving themselves to start from a desktop base. But, yeah. I mean, it's interesting you say that they'll go down the full suite. So do you reckon that there's potential then that they're looking to acquire some sort of, you know... Um, uh, a bookkeeping solution so i don't think they can afford quickbooks quite yeah quite. <laughs> I mean, but, but is that is that their end goal are they going to cheeky bid for speculating but zero or something like that or you know or one of the other ones is that is that what their end goal is you reckon oh they're not even big enough for that no i mean near big enough no, to even acquire zero nowhere near yeah. i think the thing is it seems to be the direction the whole market's going in iris sage quickbooks yeah. zero they're all trying to go for the whole suite. The yep. Mismo, they're trying to do it all in one. Yes. Like, it's obviously the direction the market looks like it's going to go in. They obviously want us to be an all-inclusive, I log into one place and I've got it all there. And yep. I, I like that. I'm a huge advocate for that. Um, rather than having loads of different logins, which does my head in, especially once you start putting two-factor authentication on them. Um, and, and if you think about the sage idea like the idea is you you onboard a client through go cardless they're already in, in your sage system a uh, gopro sorry yeah um they're already in there you tick a box to what version of sage they want and you're off to the races you're done aren't you that, like the theory behind it could be wonderful for for, for accounts of practice doesn't it yeah i think the idea is there whether anyone's really there yet i don't know you know does Bright need to buy a Go proposal slash ignition type thing? Well, no, because accountancy managers kind of got the foundations of it there. Aaron pulls some funny looks now because he knows more than anyone else, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting, it's another competitor on the suites side of things. Are they ever going to rival the rest of the suite softwares? I don't know. They might always be the fifth or sixth in the industry, but... If it was just a Sage suite or a QuickBooks suite available, where's the motivation, competition, and inspiration to outdevelop each other and improve the overall customer experience yeah. and to control the market prices? There isn't any. So yeah, let's see what happens. But I'm not running around and heading to Ireland to sign anything. <laughs> I get it. I think for me, like selfishly for me, my only concern is that kind of that means that the development of county manager which as a practice we we absolutely depend on now we've gone to that part where it is our probably our most important piece of software other than quickbox it is that important to us 
that means their development is going to be the integration with the rest of the bright pay yeah. ecosystem it's not going to be what happens outside of bright pay which is you know for me that's kind of frustrating because there, there's a lot of potential there if we can get a practice management solution that you file a set of accounts out and it updates your practice management solution that those set of accounts are done you run to a winner aren't you that that's that's the golden goose that's what we're all chasing for so yeah i was you know I, there's I think, a backward way of doing that but yeah 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 i um, mean am has not got it but what you can do because i've just seen it in some software and it's i'll uh, tote it now there's a new new practice management software called client engager okay yeah, yeah. built by andy wainwright at wainwrights and co accountants in yes, manchester yeah really yeah, yeah. good at it. we're testing it and rolling it out basically um what i really love it's a really tiny little thing but i'll tell you what it's going to cover our backs because a few years ago we had this issue so a few years ago while using tax calc we hit submit to accounts to company's yep. house and we got notification that from tax filer it's been filed at uh, tax account sorry it's been filed cool so we go into accountancy manager we completed the job client engager won't let you complete it unless it verifies that information at uh, company's house perfect yeah yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, bulletproof yeah 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 like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so there is ways of doing that, and yeah. without having and to worry about maybe it's the way. Because you've taken the next step, you've got HMRC, haven't you? And you could just you know yep. go through that. If it's appeared on HMRC, that's when it's taped, and that's where it's, it's done. On right? API. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's an interesting acquisition. It definitely wasn't what we was expecting because I think same as you, I thought Surf was their accounts production software that was just going to build that up. And can you do bookkeeping and surf accounting? I've never really looked at surf accounting because it's not a UK-based one. No, exactly. Yeah, it's Australian. Maybe that is their bookkeeping software, and then yeah. that leads into BTC. Who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that is. But I'm not thing. sure that the if if Bright are building a suite, um, they don't necessarily have to have a bookkeeping. I think you do. There because it's the, well, I mean, you know, the Iris suite, for example, and the old MYOB suite and CCH and digital, all those in the past, what they were focusing on was, yeah, they, they might have had some accounting stuff in the back, but it wasn't essential. The, what they were focusing on was what the practice needs as distinct from the client. So okay. as long as it links to the bookkeeping solution, has a good integration, yeah, but um, you want to be handling accounts production, tax production, practice management, onboarding, uh, MLR, all that stuff. Yeah. Why am I bothering linking BrightPay and BTC to QuickBooks when QuickBooks has already got its own payroll and it's developing books to tax? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah, and it point. also means it's reliant on that API staying open. Yeah. If QuickBooks closes yeah. that yeah. API, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. your suite of tools is pointless. For their own protection yeah. in the future, they've got to have a bookkeeping software. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and when you think back to your, your, your argument, virus and, and CCH, they had it. They had carbon and they had um, Twinfield, wasn't it? CCH. Yeah. And at one point, they were a closed shop. Like Iris was not going to connect to any of the software, and CCH was not going to connect to any of the. But they they realised they'd got to open that up and have that opportunity. So, yeah, it is one of those where the the, the landscape's changed, unfortunately. And I think it is. I I, I personally think VTC or, or BrightPay must be thinking well. What what can we bring to the table from a bookkeeping point of view? They could buy Clearbooks or something. Is Clearbooks still around? Yeah, Clearbooks. Yeah. Exactly. America. That's still there, isn't it? Yeah. I, I personally, zero. Give them a pound. See what they say. 
I don't know if it's worth it. I'm joking, obviously. But yeah, uh-huh. I wouldn't pay a pound. But yeah, uh-huh. um, wonderful. So we had one more topic, didn't we? And apologies for going over. Uh, but yeah, last topic of the day was just to let everyone know that QuickBooks get connected, connect. Uh, I can't remember what the actual phrase is going to be. Is October the twentieth? It's a uh, online virtual event. Maybe there's going to be some new announcements. Maybe. Uh, if there is, we'll try and get something out sooner rather than later. Maybe do a live reaction on the day. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that it's out there on uh, on social so people can understand and and thing there. And we believe there's going to be some sort of physical event around February, March time um, in line with next conference season. So hopefully maybe something gets announced there on that one. Um, but with that, I think that's it. I think we've t- covered quite a bit today. Uh, big thank you. Been shouting that Iris has got cash flow. Yes, cash. Yeah, yeah. Did I say carbon? I didn't. Did I say carbon? Yeah, yeah. yeah did you right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pirates' newest promoter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Hello, Bev. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you're uh, enjoying <laughs> your uh, thing there. Um, yeah. So what we'll do then? Um, we'll just finish it off here. So if um, if you've got any questions, then what we'll do is we'll make sure we bring them into the next one because we haven't got time for them now. Um, but if you are listening via podcast, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. And that way you'll know when our future live sessions are. We aim for the first Wednesday in a, Wednesday in a month, but who knows? Whenever we bring that down for you. So that reminds me, um, Charlie, Johan, is there anything you want to promote? Charlie, do you want to go first? Any kind of how people can find you, that sort of thing? Uh, yes. So I have a group on Facebook for uh, QuickBooks Online Pro Advisors. Uh, if you just go into Facebook, assuming you're a member. Uh, and search for QBOA user group um, and join. And I always say this, but please do answer the two questions that it asks you, just so I know you are a pro advisor and an accountant, because the aim of this group is not to have end users. It, it's for accountants to talk to accountants. So it's more valuable for, for, for this community. Um, it's not just users wanting to know how to create a, an expense in QuickBooks. Uh, and we do have some, you know, some very, very good discussions on there. So QBOA user group. Definitely, hundred um, percent. And please don't sit there explaining that you can uh, uh, complete people's. Uh, oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we we kick a few people like that. Who, yeah, people who join and then and then tell us that uh, they can do their certification for them. Uh, we kick those people out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Too right. Uh, Johan, anything you want to push? You got anything coming up? Any videos we should be? Any LinkedIn socks you want to be pushing out there? No, I'm at. Uh... Accountex North next week. Looking of forward course. to that. So I hope to see lots of you there. Um, I'll be wandering around with George, one of my team, who is new to our team. He came to us in the last acquisition. And young guy, I'm going to expose him to the joys of accounting conferences. If that doesn't put him off, then I think he's got a career <laughs> walk ahead of him. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to meeting everyone there, seeing the software providers again, and walking away with a suitcase full of uh T-shirts, socks, and mugs. Um, and then there's just that one bit of news that Aaron's going to tell you about. I'll follow you. No, you go for it. Go for it. No, you carry on. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, great to announce that we and uh, Joanna launching a brand new podcast uh, coming each and every week to your ears. So keep an eye out on socials, especially on LinkedIn, because I know Johan's going to be pushing it on there as, uh, as, as he normally does. Um, but Ask the Accountant is launching next week with a asterisk on that one hopefully fingers crossed uh, we get a pilot episode out there 
we've got a trailer in the works as well so hopefully fingers crossed that will uh, give you some insight of what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be pushing it but yeah we want it to be weekly um information and give us some kind of insight what's going on in the world of accountancy in that given week um and then we're going to be utilizing that as well to do a few more kind of bits outside of it as well so we've got cool cool clients and accountant friends that we want to bring in and interview and all that sort of stuff so yeah we're looking forward to it aren't we and so yeah let's uh live coverage of the after parties yes exactly that's that can't wait for that one and if any anyone out there wants to sponsor us as a <laughs> podcast going forward, then yeah. If you'd like to sponsor you. Titsy, you're very welcome. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. So our first kind of, um, after we've done the pilot episode, our first probably bit of content will be how Accountex has treated us and what we learned from there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, look out for socials on that one. Um, each and every week, we're going to be trying to aim for a Wednesday. Do we agree? Something like that. Yeah, Wednesday for the podcast. But live stream on a Monday morning. Come talk join about us. Day in the life, what we've done for the week, what our clients are up to, what's going on in the news. Meet some cool people that we know. Some of us have cool people we know. Aaron's mainly got the cool people that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking forward to having a weekly morning Monday morning podcast. Looking forward to it. Yeah, really excited. Nothing changes for this though. QuickBooks nope. Labs will still be once and every week, uh, once every month. <laughs> talk about the world of QuickBooks and other accounting software. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So, with that, I think that's everything. Just thank you guys for coming as always, bringing your knowledge and giving us an opportunity to uh, talk about it over the allocated time, unfortunately. So, hopefully, we don't get too much trouble for that one uh, <laughs> and go from there. Brilliant. So, with that, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Excellent. Cheers, everyone, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.